What if I told you that you can support your blood pressure and healthy CoQ10 levels with two chews a day? The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. That's like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 supports your cardiovascular health. Visit RadioBeats.com and find out how you can get a free 30-day supply on bundles and save 15% with the promo code DEAL. Hello and welcome to another edition of Taekwondo Life Magazine, brought to you by the Believe Sports Network. Believe is the number one podcast network for sports and professionals. Check out this podcast at Believe.com and everywhere that podcasts can be found. My name is Mark Sarianis. I'm your host. I'm a third Don Blockbelt, and I'm the editor-in-chief of Taekwondo Life Magazine. For those of us like myself growing up in New York, spent our entire life in New York, we remember a time in the 80s when crime was high, when there were problems on the streets and the subways, very much like the situation we're experiencing today. The economy was rough, and a group of volunteers under the leadership and guidance of Curtis Sliwa got together with their characteristic and distinguished red berets and red satin jackets and started to patrol the subways and the streets, not as vigilantes, not as crime fighters, but just as visible community activists helping out and supporting their communities for the purposes of improving life in the city that they loved. Well, here we are 41 years later and the Guardian Angels are still active, in fact, more active than ever. They are not just in New York, but they are in cities all over the world. Curtis Sliwa is still at the helm, always a vocal and active voice advocating for what he believes in for a better New York. Today I have the honor of talking to Master Stretch, who was at the time the youngest guardian angel in its history. He has been with the organization since its inception virtually, and he and I talk about the guardian angels, martial arts and self-defense training within the guardian angels, and we talk about the unbelievable community martial arts program that the guardian angels sponsors for children in this and other cities to help them to become good leaders and better actualized people. That is a common theme throughout Taekwondo Life's programs. It's writing. It is celebrating life through the martial arts, through Taekwondo, and through a like-minded way of thinking. If you are interested in getting more information about the Guardian Angels, check out the links in our show notes. And I look forward to hearing your feedback. And I wish you all a wonderful and successful 2021. And I know that there are great things in store this for us all this year. Can you hear me? Yes, Mark. Good afternoon. It's a pleasure. How are you doing? Thank you for the time. I really appreciate it. No problem, sir. Yes, Mark. Mark, did you get the pictures I sent you? Wonderful stuff. I love it. I love it. If you need more, I'll give you some more group shots of us feeding the homeless and things like that. That it, That's great. 
That's great. So, so I wanted to form a, properly introduce you. We're not live now. The show will appear in, in a couple of weeks, but um, based on what you sent me, it's master stretch. Is that how you, how you identify? Yeah. Wonderful. Yes, so you are, tell me about what your, we'll get a little bit into your background and, but uh, what is your, what is your role with the guardian angels? Well, and how I'm, long have you been, how long have you been with them? I've been with them since day one, since 1979. Wow. I started actually with the Guardian Angels when I was four and a half years old. I'm 56, so I'm 57. God bless you. So I was actually the youngest, thank you, the youngest Guardian Angel, but Curtis thought I was 16 because I was pretty tall. So right. I was only 14 and a half years old. Um, I actually run the Guardian Angels Community Service Center where we um, provide martial arts. Uh, we're actually helping homework from 3.30 to 4.15. Um, and then we do the 4.30 to 6, the martial arts programs for kids between the age of uh, five years old to uh, 15. Then we have the adults and teenagers class uh, from 6.30 to uh, 8, 8 p.m. That's wonderful. Uh, where, where does that take place in the city? Uh, we're in uh, Washington Heights in Manhattan at 1370 St. Nicholas Avenue. Um, and, you know, we do also do like, uh, we have weekend trips for the kids. Uh, we take them out of the city to show them there's a whole different world out there. We do a lot of community service uh, by uh, removing graffiti. Uh, we spend time with senior citizens. We do the um, uh, drug and gang prevention programs. Uh, we also um, uh, have a senior citizens or the adult, uh, senior citizens and disabled martial arts classes on Tuesday and Thursdays. Wow. Um, we we also have like so I've been at that location for thirty two years. So a lot of my uh, ex my students and former students they're neither police officers. We have two doctors that graduated. Uh, some corrections, some um, firefighters. They'll come and um, spend time with the kids. We do like what we call career day, where some of the former students will come in and uh, professionals speak to them. We have like lawyers that speak to the kids, firefighters, doctors. Uh, and police officers, they'll, they'll uh, advise the kids, or they'll take the kids for the day and show them what the day's like uh, with, uh, at their professional career. So the kids have an idea to guide them, uh, steer them in a correct way, in a positive way. For the holidays, like time now um, for like Thanksgiving and Christmas, and I'll send you some pictures, what we actually do, do we have our own Christmas party? It's called uh, Christmas with the Angels, with the little That's kids. Nice. And, they call junior guardian angels. So what we'll actually do is we'll come out and uh, buy gifts for all the kids. Uh, and what we'll do is we'll gift wrap them. The parents will gift wrap them, how we put it together. Every parent brings a dish and, you know, a big tray, whether it's rice, some moving brains, cold salad. But we have like a buffet style and we have a Christmas party. Then at the end of the dinner, Santa comes in and gives all the kids gifts. Whatever food's left over, what we actually do is We'll pack it up in containers, and we go out into the subways, wow. the terminals, the streets, and feed the homeless. And we have the little kids do that for Thanksgiving, so they can be more appreciative of you know of what the parents go through the sacrifice. Right. Uh, our center is called the Guardians Community Service Center, and they spend more time there than what they do at home. Some parents, because of the rents are so high, um, have two jobs, single parents. Sure. So we have all like we have a um, uh, game, a game uh, recreation area where we have different uh, games, electronic games, board games. Um, we have um, ice hockey and table games. And what we'll do is on Saturdays we'll open up 
and we'll have a recreation day, we'll have a movie day. And um, the parents appreciate it because it's free of charge. They're not spending any money. They're in a safe environment. They're out of harm's way. And it means a lot to this community, the way, you know, the economy is, what everything is going on. Uh, with the epidemic, a lot of parents have been calling when you're going to reopen. And just sure. It's so hard. It's so hard now because these kids are stuck at home. Um, as you know, the pandemic is going back up in New York City and it's real bad. So... People are suffering. Uh, this is the first time we actually had to close down because of, you know, just for safety purposes. Sure. But um, during the time, we have taken the time to renovate, renovate our center, improve it, uh, upgrade it, and, and, you know, get the proper uh, disinfecting uh, items that we Great. need. Great. So, so let's roll it back for people that don't. I grew up in New York, and, and, and I'm in my 50s, so um, I'm very familiar with the work of the Guardian Angels, uh, and the start of the Guardian Angels and, and a little bit of the history, but not everybody fully un, um, understands. So tell us a little bit about your, you've been involved since the beginning um, with, with Curtis and with the Guardian Angels. As you said, tell us a, a little bit about how you got started with that. How'd you come to become a Guardian Angel? Uh, and then I want to take talk a little bit about the martial arts for the training for the, 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 the guys who patrol, but then also about your community center martial arts program, because we're very interested in that. But tell us a little bit about your involvement. You said you were young. You were the youngest um, guardian angel. You've been there since the beginning. So tell us, how'd you get involved in it? How'd you learn about it? And, and, and what'd you bring to the table? Well, you know, when actually when the guardian angels formed, that was not the actual name. Right. Um, transition. Curtis started um, um, when his father got him out on the subway. Um, he was robbed. And um, before that, he was collecting garbage, collecting off Fordham, Fordham Road. And when he was our uh, manager, our nighttime manager at a McDonald's in Fordham. And um, he started with the Rock Brigade, collecting garbage. After that, when his father got mugged, he, uh, 13 of his co-workers, actually 12 of his co-workers, he was the 13th, uh, the number one. Um, he started what they call the Magnificent 13. And that's how the Barney Angels' original, original name was actually, they started with 13. And then after so many members joined, because people had the missing, uh, miss, uh understanding that the organization was a gang. So everybody right. started joining it. Everybody would call the Jalantes and so forth. And when transition from the Madison 13 to the Guardian Angels, that's when I came in as, uh, as the Guardian Angels, trans- the Madison 13 was transitioning to the Guardian Angels. I, they used to wear karate uniforms and karate geese and I was ready into the martial arts. That's what actually attracted me. And then, so, you know, why put, uh, I was, even though I was young, and we went to challenge the skills, you know, right. the work and stuff. So I too, I felt that the best way to to put it to a test was to find, you know, to fight crime. That's great. Well, my mother was against it. So they sure, of course. Me for it because, you know, I mean, back in the days, it was so dangerous. And uh, I mean, a cop didn't actually approve of the guardian. Agents. Sure. He came and, around. He, he came around later on. Uh, yeah. But it was, you know, as you know, Curtis was arrested 76 times during sure. that time. And it was funny because the guardian angels would prevent the crime, apprehend someone, conduct a serious, uh, perform a citizen's arrest. The next thing you know, guardian angels were being arrested. So, I mean, it, it was really, it was really hard during that time. And there was a lot of gangs, not to like now. But if we look at the transition between the 70s and now, it's it's gotten even worse because you know the the youth today, these young kids that the the generation, there's no respect and love for the elder. 
Um, they really don't care, no family values. And these young kids are carrying knives, guns, and all kinds of weapons, you know, and they don't think of the consequences. So it's, 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 uh, we're in danger again. It's gotten worse. And the streets, because of what's going on, people out of jobs, um, sure. are jobless. Uh, they got a few families. The crime is going up. The police today uh, have no powers, been stripped right out for them. Sure. They conduct an arrest. They're the ones that are being brought up on charges. So we're facing all, we're facing an uphill battle from all different directions at this time. You guys, uh, for people who've lived in, in, now I know that the Guardian Angels is, is in multiple cities, right? And, and around in, in multiple cities all over the place. But for those of us who, who ride the subways, have ridden the subways uh, and been in New York for so long, the one thing that I know from speaking to people is that when the Guardian Angels presence is visible, you feel safe. There's a sense of, of people feeling safe and feeling that there's a community uh, involvement that uh, provides a sense of watching over the community and a sense of, of safety that uh, didn't exist before the, the need for the Guardian Angels or the Magnificent 13 as it, as it originated came, came about. And, and, and I think now, you know, as I see a greater visibility of you guys again, as, as the conditions in the city have been so challenged by all the recent events of the last the last year, I think uh, it, the need for the guardian angels is probably as strong as it ever was. Which is doesn't it's hard to say that about a lot of organizations that have been around. I mean, it's what is it, forty years now? Or, or, yeah, it's forty one. Actually, it's going to go uh, be forty two now on February thirteenth of uh, two thousand and twenty one. Um, as you said, you know, and people will, you know, are starting to realize, and it's, it's, we're not going to blame the city, the mayor, the governor, right. but it's like, you don't see police presence in the subways like you used to. I mean, it's been reduced because now the cops, top cops and cops for 20 years plus are retiring. Right. So the numbers are less. They have to cover more ground. Um, at the same token, there's, you don't really see transit police officers unless they're called. They don't really... Uh, they're not on the sub platform uh, on the bottom of the sub. You know, they probably you see them you see them by the clerk, um, but you don't actually see them in the subways, right. riding the subways. And these crimes, there's a lot of EDP, most of the third person uh, people on the platforms. As you know, there's been a lot of uh, lately uh, people being pushed onto the tracks, people being attacked in the subways, and it's getting worse and worse. Our numbers now, we, we are. A lot of people, we haven't seen the Guardian Angels for a long time. It's good to see you guys. But we have committed ourselves. Uh, I run after school programs in some city schools and in the senior citizen centers. I work closely with hospitals. I have programs there for the disabled uh, and a martial arts form, which we'll speak about later. But we're more organized. We do lectures at Turbo College Arts uh, Law of College uh, University in Long Island. So we, we're more established as an organization into organizing uh, organizations, churches, community centers, hospitals, after school programs. And today what we found was that for several years, no one wants to volunteer because the economy is so bad and bills have to be paid. It's not like it was years back. Right. Because of the crime now, and the crime, the drug abuse, what's going on where the police are not making the arrest they should or they're being prevented from making because they're scared at the same token. They even sure. they go home. People are starting to join our organization. It was so hard for people to come together to realize that 
this is their community. It belongs to you. Why should you fear walking down your, your neighborhood, your sidewalk, school Absolutely. to your And because of what's going on now and the reduction of arrests, the crime rates going up, guardian angels have risked their lives. And people start to realize, wait, wait a minute. These are not bad guys after all. We heard about them, but we actually really never seen them or really uh, spoken to them or got to know them. They've seen us more on the news now because we're out there risking our lives. People are like, wait a minute, even reporters that they didn't want to give us the time. Now we're covering because we are feeding the homeless. We're giving us uh, um, uh, safety uh, gloves, you know, rubber gloves. And sure. Giving them was hand sanitizers, uh, feeding them, trying to clean them up, uh, try to prevent them from going and harming other people by going into a shelter or, and, you know, just to prevent the spread of the disease. People have seen this. They're starting to realize. They've seen this in the subways. We're patrolling their neighbors. They're crying out for help. Our organization, what we actually do is, if you're interested, we'll train you. Let's, let's get four or five members from your neighborhood and let's patrol your neighborhood. We'll train you. Then it's like a, a, a tennis association. You patrol your own building. You patrol your own neighborhoods. But we'll train you correctly. And we serve as engineers for the police. We don't take the law into our hands. But all we are is a prevention organization. That's all we are. That's great. But at the same token... You know, have a heart. If you can help somebody, if you can feed somebody, if you can carry someone's uh, bags. We carry senior citizens' bags. We'll stay at, at what we know senior citizens' area, supermarkets, or in, uh, snowstorms and all. This is what we do in Washington Heights, and we know the neighborhoods. So we'll stay in front of the, we'll have our uh, van parked and five or six guys. We'll go help senior citizens carry their, their groceries to their house in front of their, their building to make sure they don't slip and fall. You know, anything to help. That's anything great. Help. So this is what we're actually doing. We also have, we're feeding the homeless, the Meals on Wheels, we'll take it to the house. Uh, we're gathering coats and clothing, giving it to people in need. So it's important to help one another. It's wonderful. And and I, I really, uh, you know, I, I think that people, when they look at it, it's a great model for community activism. You know, people can do better uh, for themselves and many times more efficient and more effective than government programs and go and government assistance where there's a lot of excess money that goes to waste and people can't figure out where it goes. And you guys are operating on volunteer, uh, on a volunteer basis. Tell me about your martial arts program. Um, I saw the, fo the photographs. Uh, I'm excited about that. I'm, I'm 30, f almost 35 years uh, training in, in the martial arts and I've seen it change people's lives, whether they be children, whether they be uh, help people come, you know, in this program, I inter I've interviewed so many people who have started out on the wrong path and their martial arts training helped put them in the right, in the right path, whether they became, you know, famous people in that right, or, or just, you know, used it as, as part of their life. Tell me about your, the martial arts program. It, I think there's a great tie in between guardian angels and martial arts and the philosophies and things. It's, um, I, I do more with the, uh, martial arts, spiritual aspect is respect the elders and love the youngest. A lot of people got a misconception about the martial arts. For example, it's a, it's a physical, it's a contact. You know, martial arts is another form of education, as you expressed. Sure. Um, 
because of the way the world is today, this generation is today, martial arts keeps the child, it teaches you the respect. The respect starts with respecting the elders, your family members, your grandmother, your parents, and so forth. In today's world, it's totally different, with, you know, because the parents, they're taking, the law has taken the right to raise the child. I don't believe in hitting the child, but correcting the child is a different thing. I don't believe in touching the child. Timeout can work. Martial arts works because of the condition of the mind and the body. Right. Which is very important. Our program, as you become, as you advance, you as an instructor, you know, as you, as once you start advancing from a white to a yellow, what I act, what we actually do in our program, we start implementing leadership in a child. So it's not about the size of the, the, the student or the pupil. It's about the rank, has the experience. So sometimes I may have like an 11-year-old child deal with someone that's 16 or 17. I have a 14-year-old, 15-year-old dealing with an adult. Right. To teach them to respect one another. At the same token, you're developing leadership skills, teaching skills, implementing that in the child without knowing. That's great. So it, it's, it's very important. And this is the way we actually uh, um, uh, do our program. We, we, but our program has different, different uh, departments. For example, we have the leadership skills then. When we talk about competition and fighting, it's not about the contact. But what works in tournaments does not work in the street, as sure. you know. Sure. Right, you know. So this is something that, that we, we try to implement, we try to uh, cover at, at our dojo and our center. At the same token, uh, once uh, or twice a month, we'll, we'll combine the adults with the kids to exchange knowledge, to, to, to become a family and That's work correct. as one. So, and, and, you know, we like I said, we tour, we go to tournaments, um, we go to a Hall of Fames and all. And I, what we try to do, be, uh, at our program is to help one another. So we have like the high school kids helping the 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 junior high school kids with their homework, what they don't understand. The junior high school kids will help the elementary school uh, kids. So they they learn to become a family, help one another. And That's great. So and I think all martial arts, all systems are good. It's just the way an individual dedicates himself. I don't believe there's one better, there's one, I, one artist better than the other. I, I agree with you. I think it, and I think you, 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 um, you hit on an important point, which is what you put in is what you're going to get out. And, and, you know, once, and, and it is about um, the mind, the mindset, people understanding the mindset. So tell me a little bit about um, speaking of, of styles. Do you use some form of, is it a traditional uh, martial art or is it some sort of an integrated, um, uh, hybrid that you guys have come up with is sort of a mixed martial art. Um, Cause I agree with you. There's a difference between a uh, martial sport and martial self-defense or martial combat, right? Very different things when we tra train people for uh, to fight in a tournament or we train people in, you know, self-defense, knife defense, punch defense, um, you know, hold. Those are very, very different, but, but we can sort of cross those things over. Uh, I happen to have a Taekwondo background, but what is the, the nature or what's the base of the, of the uh, martial art that you guys teach? Well, I teach Taiju Kwan, which is a combination of Taekwondo and Aikijutsu and Jiu-Jitsu. Sure. Um, I have a Shotokan. I have a Shotokan uh, background, and I studied Taekwondo uh, for several years. But we have, we are, uh, I also do the kickboxing. I fought in full contact karate in the past. 
uh, back in the early 80s. We have, you know, so we're worldwide, as you said before, we're worldwide. We have uh, Shihan, um, 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 and both Salvador and his wife, Sylvia, they have seven, uh, he's a seventh dan. Sure. A, they teach traditional Shotokan. So we have various various chapters with uh, different instructors uh, that have their dojos that want to volunteer. So we don't have a specific system. It depends uh, what chapter you're in. Uh, if you're in New York or you're in, the, you know, you're in Jersey or in Texas or Puerto sure. Rico, but we have 5,000 members in Japan. So at the community center, we actually teach Taijiquan, which is the headquarters. And our system was, uh, uh, our instru- my instructor is uh, Louis, Grandmaster Louis Estella. Which okay. he created the system. He studied under Ronald Duncan and Wigginson, Grandmaster Wigginson. Sure. So it depends on who are you, where you're at and the you know the instructor. I teach a lot of uh, one two step uh, hand te- uh, techniques because there's no such thing as getting to a stance and kicking and doing a show. Sure. In the street, like I said, sports, karate, or competitions is one thing. When you're in the street, it's a whole different world. Totally sure. different world. But at the same token, we have to be very careful because we don't use, we can't use physical force, bodily injuries, and thank God our organization, 41 years, have never got a lawsuit. So we don't believe in like um, going after somebody or looking for trouble. We're a prevention uh, organization. We try to prevent. And a good martial artist, as you know, uh, try to de-escalate a situation. You know, Absolutely. You, you, you just hit the nail on the head. And I think that's what most people, we always say we learn to fight so we don't have to fight. And that's the truth is right. that you, you find that the people that are least likely to get into a fight are people that are trained in martial arts because you, you have confidence, you carry yourself in a way that people sort of um, recognize that you're confident and you, de- and you do everything you can to deescalate because you understand how how devastating a, a fight can be to, to both parties, even the winner. The winners, the winners don't always win, you know. There's no, there's no winners out there, right? Right, right, <laughs> right. Three, right. You know, it's funny you say that because I, we do a lot of disarming techniques and self-defense in our system. And what's uh, pe- people want mis- to uh, have the misconcept. If you're attacked by a weapon, like, for example, I attack you with a knife, you disarm me. You pick up the knife and you stab me with it or, or you injure me with that weapon, you know, once you disarm an individual, he's no longer a threat to you. Right. He's no longer a threat. So the law changes. If you have the weapon and you attack with that weapon, you become the attacker. And that's, charges and criminal charges can be put on you, you know, brought to you. That's, you. that's very, very good. That's very important. And it's very important that people know that. And people have a lot of misconceptions about these things. They don't, you know, because we will watch a lot of TV and movies and, and, and life isn't, uh, you know, real, real life isn't like that. So um, yeah. I, I love... I love the fact that you that your program. You know, very. Um, I interviewed Chuck Norris's um, Kickstart Kids in Texas, and he's done a lot of uh, a lot of um, very similar where they have they're they're in the schools with the kids, and those kids are getting farmed up through that system, and those kids eventually become instructors in the system, and they have a variety of styles as well. People bring some are karate practitioners, some are taekwondo, but the idea is that they understand that the martial arts has a positive benefit on the kids, and the kids learn exactly what you said: leadership skills. They learn that um, those leadership skills inside the martial arts transcend and they can use those, like you said, become a doctor, become a lawyer, become the next mayor of the city of New York, whatever the case, whatever the case is that those skills are, are helpful to you. And, and, and you learn those through 
martial arts and through community training. You know, I want to apologize. I don't have my beret, my red satin jacket, because, you know, I was I was uh, hit by a car at 60 miles an hour, an SUV. When was that? Three years ago. Oh, uh, wow. In, in August of uh, 2017. And I was uh, I was pronounced dead at the scene. I had no skin. Oh, uh, wow. No facial skin on one side. I had no hair. My pelvis was fractured four places. Both of my legs broken. I had three bones in my spine broken. So I was I was uh, brought back by fibrillators. And when I was there, I was brought back by fibrillators. I was stepping off Lakeland, Florida. And I was uh, brought to a hospital. All I can hear was we're taking glass out of his face. And they brought where they got oh, my wow. heart beating again. I lost consciousness. Uh, immediately, I was put into the ambulance. And um, I, I went into a coma. I woke up. Uh, several days later, uh, three days later, and I was I was in ICU. Uh, Twenty seven days, and I was flown back into New York, in the hospital. From there, uh, I was bed bound for nine months. Oh wow! Uh, they wanted to amputate my legs and all. God is good. The martial arts does wonders, and uh, thank God I'm walking. Uh, yeah, I still have slight pain here and sure, there. Sure, sure. Body aches, but um, you know I'm walking. I have no operations and all teaching well, again and uh wow back. that's <laughs> wow god bless it that's, so this that's is why I, could, I couldn't get out today no the, so it, i couldn't go get my no. in the vehicle because we do for night patrols and all so i was exhausted no 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 well rest uh, rest i and i appreciate it and we're going to post the, the photographs and 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 for um what Master Stretch is referring to, for those that aren't familiar, if, if you certainly are in cities where the Guardian Angels are, they are known for their red beret, for their red satin jackets, and of course, you're wearing the, the, the white shirt with the Guardian Angels written on it. So they are visible, and, and it's become something where people know that when you see that, that group, that you know that that's a sign of, uh, that those are friends, those are friendly faces, those are, those are people that, that will assist you, whether it be... Um, pointing you in the right direction or if, if you're in, in need of, of, of getting some help. So, so that's great. Uh, 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 right now, I'm going to cut you off. We're, we're actually recruiting our numbers going back up. Um, just in case someone was interested in joining, I would like to give my yeah, number. Yeah, that's great. And that's, that's wonderful. So I was going to ask you, what is the best way for people to get, to get in touch? And I think I see a lot of community activism. And I, and I personally say that if you're looking to get involved with an organization that really has a history of success and doing the right thing, the Guardian Angels is, is a place where you would want to spend your time. There's a lot of value there. So how would they be able to, to reach out and find out, uh, Mr. Stretch? Uh, they can call uh, at 718 718- Seven eight one eight one nine four. That's seven one eight seven eight one eight one nine four. Also, you know, I want to uh, let people know you don't actually have to walk with a group, or or it's not just service eyes and ears. But we do have like bike patrols. We got um Jose Cruz, which is the uh, bike patrol director. Um, he leads out our bike patrol. Um, so. If they can donate an hour or two a week or a month, it doesn't matter. Anytime, we'll take whatever you can give us. But we have, like, bike patrols. We have foot patrols. We got people on the subways. Also, mobile patrols where, where we put you can put magnetic mounts on the side of your vehicle. We give you some uh, overhead amber lights so, uh, so they know that you're patrolling the area. And then you can take them on and off that magnetic. So it's not if you can't walk, you can, if you want to ride your bike, which is fine. You can join a bike patrol. You can be in a vehicle. You don't have to wear the red satin jacket or you can just have it underneath. That's great. 
and service our engineers. The thing is to help, to help, you know, this is your city, your streets, your neighborhood, your parks, your subways. You know, we need to take it back from these thugs and we need to stick together as one. I, you know, it's I, a beautiful city. It's a beautiful I, city. It is. And so people just, you know, let's not pick up and run. If we, you know, fight this together, stick together, we can make it. We can really make it. But it takes, there's no I and we. We need you. Right. You know, we need your help just like you need our help. You know, so we can support each other. And that's the most important thing. That is great. That's really wonderful. And we are going to, when we put together the article, we're going to, uh, as well as this, we're going to, we're going to link all of the, we'll put the phone number, we'll link to the website. Uh, we'll put all that information there so that people that are interested in, in finding out in, volu- in volunteering. And like I said, you know, the guardian angels came at a time that the city was really down uh, and the city rose up. And, and that's probably a good part of why there was less volunteerism as it related to it, because people didn't feel the need. But I know now when the city's back to a point where, you know, you got to be old enough to be able to have seen it go from down to up. Now it's down again. It'll be back up, but we got to do it together. I agree, I agree with you. And, and community activism. And, and that's one of the reasons why for me, teaching martial arts, uh, doing things like this is more important than ever because those young kids need to have the right values because the world is challenging right now. We need to make sure their, their minds are strong, more important even than, the, than their bodies. So... And I, I thank you for what, you, you, what you're doing. Let me ask you a question just out of, uh, uh, there's, there's no insights. Uh, will Curtis Lee, what do you think, be the next mayor of the city of New York? Or is that, is that? Uh, well, well it's, this is not a host. We're actually uh, trying, trying to uh, get it together. I wish you would win because, you know, it's, it's funny because to me, honestly, he's like the number one citizen. He's been fighting right. for the city for 41 years. And it's been an on, ongoing battle, and he's for the police department. He's for the police right. department. He's for the citizens of the city of New York, and I think he's one of you know he's the best candidate out there because of his experience, and he, he's proven he loves New York. He's he is a, a he is an iconic New Yorker who has been around for a long time, who has always been a visible presence and has always been out. Like him or don't like him, you never not know where you stand with Curtis Lewa. He is always, um, he'll, let, he'll let you know straightforward and, and we need more of that. So um, it's, 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 it's an interesting thing. And, and regardless, uh, I, I know that, that um, he is as energized as ever. I see him out there patrolling, um, walking with you guys. He's not, he hasn't become, um, you, and you're in that He's same position. You're not, you guys aren't executive sitting in an office going, uh, telling everybody else. What, you guys are out there on the, on the streets. I saw, I saw him out there with the homeless folks. I saw him on the Upper West Side up by the hotel. Um, you know, when, when things were really bad up there. So, so it is really a testament to walking the walk, uh, you know, not just talking the talk, 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 the talk. And that's probably a testament to his example. success. What's He's that? led by example. He's led by example. Yeah. As have uh, you, as have you, know you, as have you. Know, as you know, during all these protests and all, he was injured. He was injured. Yes. He was fractured. And instead of going into the store and barricading himself in the store, he was actually out there. And, you know, his jaws, you see what it happens, jaws fracture. One of our other members have 48 stitches, uh, broken eye socket, lost his eyesight permanently. So we're out there. You know, and, and, for those, and, and for those who don't know it, you know, during the height of some of the, the riots and protests in, in the higher, highest end areas of New York City, it was the Guardian Angels who were uh, performing barricades um, to protect people's businesses as well as people's lives in, in, in really, really 
uh, treacherous times and, and times that are hopefully behind us now. But but it was you guys were very, very visible. And I think that did a lot to um, make people say to themselves, if wow, if these guys are willing to put their safety on the line, then maybe we should volunteer and get more involved in, in trying to help them. And, and, and I think it was really, uh, like I said, you know, walking the walk is, it says a lot about the character of the organization and, and your character as well. So I thank you as a New Yorker, uh, someone who's been around here a lot. I thank you for what you do. And I thank you for what the entire guardian angels and I look forward, let me know when your community center reopens. I would love to come up and watch uh, and be a guest if, if you don't mind and, and observe your martial arts program and your martial arts training. I always like to get out and see, especially young people uh, learning the martial arts is, 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 one of the things that keeps me uh, keeps me going on a regular basis. Thank you so much, Mark. God bless, and thank you for your time. Happy ha- Happy holidays, Mr. Stretch, and, and be well. And I hope your recovery is uh, is is full and continues. You look great. You'd never know from looking at you that you were in such a serious accident. And uh, we're we're rooting for you guys and praying for you. And we'll make sure to post uh, as much information on the Guardian Angels as we can to to help uh, spread the word. Thank you so much, Mark. God bless. Happy Thank you, holidays. you too. Be, be well. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. You too, sir. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.